Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest trends in the sewing community. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Kate Zeinard. Today on the podcast, we are talking about sewist block and where to find inspiration when you're struggling with sewing burnout. We'll each share a little bit about what's inspiring us and ask to hear from you as well. Um, But before we get started, quick little check-in. How is everybody doing this week? Well, um, I've been talking to you guys about this for several minutes now. I am a bit sick myself. I got no sewing done over the weekend because I was laid up in bed with a fever and a hideous cough. So if I'm sounding a little funny, everybody, that's why. No sewing. (laughs) No sewing. Oh, not a single thing. Not a stitch. Yep. Aw. How about you, Meg? Well, I actually went home. Home for the weekend, like home as in where my parents live, because that's where we're having the wedding. And I did some wedding appointments. So that was fun. Yeah. So no sewing, but necessary to do. So that was fun. And some shoe buying. So we hear. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I found my wedding shoes. They are perfect. They're so amazing, Meg. They are so amazing. I mean, I know you have a basic plan for what you're going to make. But do you, I mean, you pretty much, the shoes are the first thing that's really done, right? Yes. In terms of what I'm going to look like, the shoes are done. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So that's, I just like on a whim, I was just Googling lime green heels and these came up and they have like a vintage, like vintage vibe and they're the right heel height and they're obviously green and they haven't felt like. Perfect. And they have that pretty silver embellishment on them. Yes. Yes. I should just share. I should share everyone that picture that um, that I sent you guys because I'm just so excited. And I want everyone to experience what I'm going through, the excitement of (laughs) what I'm going to wear. But there was I was contemplating. I was like, oh, do I just bite the bullet now? What if something else comes up? But there was only one size left. And it was my size, like a seven and a half, like super like random. I was like, well, it's a sign. Meant to be. Absolutely. Meant to be. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Amanda? I'm doing okay. It's, um, yeah, just keeping myself busy with this cold, cold weather. It's kind of nice to stay inside and um, be be planning out my my next couple of makes. So just staying Mm -hmm. busy. Awesome. Yeah, in, Tor- in Toronto today, the entire like city is shut down. All the universities, the schools are closed. We're having snow all day and freezing rain. It's like a blizzard oh, out there today. So nice excuse to just yeah, Stay cozy inside. up inside. Yeah, definitely, and, yeah. definitely. Yeah, we're actually having a little bounce back. We're mm-hmm. I think we're going to be in the forties today or something. So Ooh. not uh, not too hideous. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Meg, I can't do that conversion off the top of my head to Celsius. It's okay. It's okay. Neither can I. I should be able to just do it myself, too, but I'll look it up later. Okay. I'm sure it's cold. It sounds cold. It's, it's, above, it's <laughs> above freezing, but oh. not a whole lot above freezing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. So we talk about Sojo every week, about what's inspiring us. But today we want to go a little bit deeper into inspiration, finding it, and what to do when it's just not coming. So in December, uh, right after our Sewing for the Holidays episode, we got this comment on Instagram from Shannon. She said, I'm curious to know, do you ever get sewer's burnout or creative block, especially after the holidays when you've made presents? And I wrote back and I said, this definitely happens to me. Um, And it does. There are times when I just have no motivation to sew whatsoever. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, we we here on So and Tell, we spend a lot of time being relentlessly uh, positive and inspiring. But sometimes it's just a face we're putting on. Sometimes you just you're just not feeling it. So I kind of want to talk about that for a little bit. Um, how about you guys? Do you guys get Sower's Block? Meg? I definitely do sometimes. Yeah, especially after I'm kind of in one right now. I was supposed to start like my mashup last week and I just like couldn't bring myself to really start. I just printed out the pattern today. I think it's a lot to do with after my trip and filming. I just do so much. I'm just need like a break from sewing so I haven't even sewed since before I guess since I was on camera in studio I haven't sewed anything since so I think that's understandable because that is I mean that's literally super intense yeah yeah Yeah. you're just sewing and sewing and sewing and sewing and and then you get done with it and the last thing you want to do is sew something else Mm -hmm. oh actually that's a lie I did hand sew what? My brother Gross. just brought oh I know. My brother brought over an alteration as, you know, brothers do when they come over for games night. So <laughs> <laughs> the boys are playing Wii and I'm hand sewing his um a little you know, hole in his sweater. So I guess that's what I did. Well, but. that barely counts. <laughs> How about you, Amanda? You know, I don't experience sewist block very much. I I don't know. I'm I'm in that endless cycle of making something, loving it, wanting to make another one or just mm-hmm. hop into a next project immediately. And I feel like um, that keep, keeps me going. I mean, I'll have like, you know, moments of it when like three or four days when it's kind of the last thing I want to do. But um, between the work that we do um, with sewing and all of the time I spend on Instagram, unfortunately, I find that I'm usually ready to jump into something but I, I do think, too, um, for me, it's more seasonal. So in the winter, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly happy to stay inside and sew a whole bunch. In the spring and summer, I feel like I probably sew less because I'd rather be outside. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So um, what, what does Creative Block or Sew Out look like for you? Sew Out? Sewing Burnout. Wow. So out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so out should There's be another, a thing. Yeah, so out. When you're all sewed out, what, yeah. What, yeah. Does that, I, what does that look like for you? First, do we have our sewing pun tally? Because that should definitely get added. Exactly. Remember, I think we were talking ooh, about Ooh, ooh, <laughs> I got one. I got one. <laughs> uh, what does it look like for me? Um, yeah, it just looks like a lot of not sewing and just trying <laughs> to get <laughs> trying to get myself back into it all. I'll mostly distract myself with computer work if I'm just kind of not feeling into it. Like trying, I know we'll talk about this later, but trying to gain some inspiration Mm. and just kind of get me back into it. But it just, I don't know, maybe it's just knowing that I need to like change my serger threads to what I'm like planning on sewing next. It's just all those things I make it. (laughs) And that's definitely the worst. That's exactly what it's like for me is I sit there and I have something that I'm working on or I want to work on. Or in theory, I want to work on it, but the effort of make of taking the first step is just impossible. Mm-hmm. Either I don't yeah. have the energy to try to lay it out and cut it out, or if I was lucky enough to do that before I got hit by the uh, burnout, then it's it's getting the serger out because my serger lives in a box, except when I'm using it, 
and changing the thread to the right color and just the thought of having to go through that much effort, which is really not that much effort, but Mm -hmm. just just making myself do it is so difficult. And I won't and I won't do it for days and sometimes weeks while Mm -hmm. things sit there and wait for me to decide I I feel like actually doing it or occasionally I finished a project and I don't have anything else in mind and just nothing else is coming to me and I just Mm kind of don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely get stuck if I need to tape together a pattern PDF. Mm-hmm. That's the point when I really get stuck. I get stuck on if I need to cut something out. Like if I could mm-hmm. just go sit down and sew, I think that, you know, I wouldn't, there wouldn't be a pause for me. But like just getting up the energy to, and, you know, a little bit of fear around messing up or, mm-hmm. you know, cutting something wrong, messing up your fabric. Um and I also, like, if I've got a hack coming up that I'm really excited about, but also a little bit nervous about, I find that I tend to pause before that, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how. And just kind of chew over it Exactly. Um, because I think I'm just, you know, that little bit of hesitation um, because I know that, you know, there might be some things that I have to kind of figure out as I go. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes that just, yeah, causes me to pause. Like if you're sewing something for the first time time yeah exactly that's what I find it yeah, yeah it's not like a, a remake of a TNT or something yeah for me it's like going to the gym it's the hardest part is just it's going. putting on my workout clothes it's just getting out especially for me working from home to just that first like actually leaving the house but then once I'm there I'm like oh I love it here like you know it's just great and it's for me it's like sewing too it's just that first step of clearing off the the, my table where I right. tile my PDF. But once I'm doing that, I'm fine. So sometimes I get into modes where if I tile one pattern together and I just cut it out of fabric right away and if I'm kind of motivated, I just do my next one. So I've been known to like all day I have, you know, the TV on that I'm cutting out three or four patterns at a time and I'm feeling good. Then it's easier when I sew. So it's just like that first step is can be hard for me. So yeah. Right. I agree. I, and that's I do a lot of batch cutting for that reason. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm in the mode to cut something out, yeah. I will try to cut out a couple of things so exactly, that next time yeah. I come into my sewing space, I can get started. Um, yeah, that's that's a big one for me. The other thing that I do sometimes is if I know that I need to change my searcher thread, I will mm-hmm. do it like the night before. Oh, that's or a good idea. As yep. I'm ending one project and I know what I'm going to make next, go ahead and change it because I feel like it. it is, it's, you know, it probably doesn't take a whole lot of time, but it's just a mental no. block yeah. for it's you. It's a mental block space. Well, what you said mm-hmm. just a minute ago, Meg, um, about putting the TV on while you cut your stuff out. Oh, yeah. That um, actually brought up something to me because I don't have a lot of uh, spare time. I have a fairly long commute. And so mm-hmm. in the evenings on weekdays, I often don't do any sewing at all. And part of that is because I can't, the way my house is laid out, I can't like watch TV and do any sewing stuff at the same time. Um, and that means I don't spend that time with Mark that we usually spend together uh, doing mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And, you know, if I'm like crocheting or cross stitching or knitting or one of a whole bunch of other crafts, those things I can do sitting on the sofa next to him in a way that I mm-hmm. can't with sewing. So sometimes the sewing gets pushed aside in favor of something else just because it allows me to spend that time with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah, I get, so yeah. many sewing tasks do require you to be in a certain room or a certain space where your machine is or your cutting mm-hmm. table is. So, yeah, it is. it can be hard because 
sometimes you feel like you have to kind of sequester yourself away and that's not what you want to do. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also setting up the ironing board. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> And then keeping the cat off the ironing board, which is quite a challenge in my house because he loves to sit on the ironing board and attack the uh, ironing board cover strings mm-hmm. by leaning over mm-hmm. the edge. Oh, and... right. So tempting. Oh, yes. Oh, Definitely. those cats. <laughs> yeah. Luckily for me, uh, our loft is a no wall zone. <laughs> so there's no walls. So I can sometimes it's kind of annoying because I I'm working hard tiling my patterns and I see Julian napping and snoring in the corner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, well, thanks, Julian. Like, but then again, he can be watching TV and we can watch it together and I'm like two feet away from him. Right. So and yeah, so I mean, it so, definitely has its pros and cons. Right, well, right. But some walls would be nice sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I know Julian doesn't listen to this, so I don't really care. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how about uh, when you do get uh, Soas block? Does it go in cycles, or does it just hit randomly? Is there something that sets it off for you? I think it can be just in the if I'm just not feeling good about myself you know maybe I'm I don't know I'm not eating as good or going like not going to the gym in a while or I read some you know I hate to even say it but read some negative comments Mm -hmm. online you know just it just really but but when I'm you know doing really well when I find that comes in cycles too just um uh, I think it's seasonal for me in the winter I can kind of get a little winter bluesy but for me it goes in cycles if I'm you know doing everything else I'm just more excited to sew and I'm just in a better capacity too and it doesn't feel like I'm just like making myself do it but then it's kind of ironic because once I am sewing it makes me feel better it's just like yeah it's I guess it is kind of a a big it's like that big circle yeah. cycle yeah I think mm-hmm. mine's a cycle too not not quite as dramatic as yours sounds but you know sometimes I'm just I'm just sewing all the time and I'm really enthusiastic and I'm always working on something and then I'll just kind of run out of steam and I'll sort of Mm -hmm. not be doing stuff for a while and then something will spark my interest and I'll start going again. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, for me, it's it's very uh, circular, circular, I don't know. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think a sewing fail can really kind of throw you off your rhythm oh, as right. well. Totally. You know, like if you're going along and then something doesn't work out very well, it can you're just like I hate sewing, I never want to sew again. You get really frustrated. Kind of defeated. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, and I think that that happens to me, and I always try to follow up with like a TNT that I know is going to work out and oh yeah, can, like, like get me going again. But I feel like my my sewing. Um, plan is the is very similar to the way that I parent um which sounds very <laughs> odd but it's it's kind of like a dory moment like you I just keep sewing like I think that I'm in the way that I um am as a parent I'm afraid of losing momentum because once you stop it's so hard to get going again um so I just I'm like a shark I just you know, I just keep going and um, keep swimming. Yeah, keep sewing. And also, um, we'll get into it a little bit more later. But I, I think that I found some good ways to kind of stay in the sewing mode and and in that creative thought process without actually sewing. Like so, pr- participating with your sewing practice, mm-hmm. but not actually taking needle to thread. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard for I know me. 
as you were you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Kate, kind of our facades of yes. you know our jobs and our you know Instagram and all, you always want to seem like you don't really. It's hard to kind of share you know, a selfie would be like, oh, I just like don't feel like sewing today or, you know, yeah. I don't know. Just it's that's, hard. That's to, not what the me. social media um, style is. The style is you're mm-hmm. always showing off all your creativity yeah. and everything great that you're doing. And the mm-hmm. days when you don't feel like doing anything great, you know, it's like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I have mm-hmm. one more little question I want to ask you about burnout and so is block. And he- here's my secret. Um. I don't actually get particularly upset when I'm blocked or burned out. Um, it's just part of the way I function. And when I am feeling that way, I just kind of, I just kind of deal with it. And, and I put my attention on other things. Maybe I'm crocheting. Maybe I'm making soap. Maybe I'm just playing a game on my phone for mm-hmm. hours at a time. Or I have a TV show I'm really enjoying watching. And I try not to feel guilty about the fact that I don't want to sew right now. Um, as we always say, sewing should be fun. And if it's mm-hmm. not something that is feeling fun to me, then I tell myself that that's okay. It doesn't need to feel fun to me right now. And I can wait until it feels fun again to start doing it. So my question for you guys then is how does Sew's Block make you feel? Do you feel the same way or does it make you really frustrated? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I really stumped him that time. Yeah, I know. I remember. I made it. I were both like thinking, like, are you going to talk? No, am I going to yeah. talk? I mean, you can go ahead first. <laughs> I definitely. I think I feel a little guilty. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much fabric mm-hmm. in my room. Oh, totally. Just waiting yeah. for me. But at the same time, I mean, for me, I I think it's about just that time to be creative. And for me, in this. Right now in my life, for that's it's sewing, but at uh, other points in my life, it's been other things. So, I think it's totally fine and normal to to, you know, explore other things and and as long as you're feeling like that part of yourself is satisfied, who cares if it's sewing? Who cares if it's who cares if you have a huge fabric stash waiting for you? It will not go uh-huh. old. It will be there waiting for you when inspiration comes back around. Right. It ages like a fine wine. Exactly. Or, or you know, I was... <laughs> the smell of old fabric is so good. FYI. <laughs> Sometimes you get vintage fabric. Oh, never mind. I was That's actually just... thinking, I, I'm going to go really weird here for a second. I was thinking about. Oh, I already went there. <laughs> oh, sort of. Yeah. But but like farming, you know, when you're when you're farming, apparently you have to um, leave, leave a uh, some of your fields uh, fallow. You can't grow anything in them every few years because it uh, re-enriches the soil mm-hmm. and gets all the minerals back to not have it be used to grow anything. And I almost feel like it's sort of that, like it letting your sewing inspiration be fallow for a little while mm-hmm. allows you to come back um, stronger and more inspired. Oh, that's great analogy, yeah, I like Kate. It. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that because I really beat myself up. I feel... Really, I just, yeah, I even like coming right now to record the, I would just, I'm not in a, I don't know, I'm just trying to get out of my slump right now. And it's, for me, it's like not okay. Cause, and, but I always need to tell myself, you know, the, the, even like the Berta community specifically, like they don't care if my mashup is one week later than what I scheduled or something. It's like, it's going to be okay if I just need to take that time to, 
whatever. Maybe I should embrace just this little break of sewing because I, I come home from these sewing trips. I'm so burnt out and I, I feel like I just have to jump right back on the, the train and then it just kind of wears me out. So I'm going to take definitely take a page from you guys. And uh, take a yeah, deep breath very... and, and, you know, I let, know. It, let it age, let it lay fallow. Yeah. For a and maybe bit. take mm-hmm. a like an Instagram break. Says the person who is on Instagram I know, Amanda. all oh the time. <laughs> but I do think, I think, you know, Instagram can be a good thing and a bad thing, especially for, yeah. you know, Soas Block. If you're looking and seeing all these people create all these amazing things all the time and never seeing the other side of it, seeing the fails, mm-hmm. seeing the moments when they weren't feeling particularly inspired. Yeah. It can make you, it, that can, I think that just compounds things and, and how you're feeling on a personal level if if you're not mm-hmm. feeling inspired. Yeah, it can kind of mm-hmm. make you feel more guilty about exactly. it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Embrace the break. Exactly. Yeah, That's embrace the break. Too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that was a great discussion and we're going to come yeah, back. Yeah, I feel... You feel better? Feel better already. Good. Yes, I'm glad. <laughs> and we're going to come back in a minute and talk about uh, ways to trigger your inspiration and get it going again uh, in just a minute. So you're ready to emerge from your creative and sewist block, but now what? Where do you start? What kicks you back into the sewing gear? Do you find inspiration through travel, through influencers, or just a simple trick to the fabric store? Will that do it? So... Just quickly, what's the what's the first place that you guys go to get inspiration for a new project or out of Sewer's Block? Definitely Instagram. But Instagram, yeah. I feel like a little <laughs> I kinda knew you were gonna yeah. say that, yeah. But I think a little fabric shopping might you know, yeah. usually kickstart something for me. Um I also think maybe just giving it time, waiting until the mm-hmm. next season, because I, I tend to mm-hmm. get more excited about sewing with the season changes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah for me it really could be anything it could be um a fabric that i see sometimes it's a pattern sometimes i just have an idea for a project and then i get to run out and try to find the pattern and the fabric and then that turns into a mess because i'm quite a perfectionist but um usually i'm willing to put in the work if i'm inspired enough so yeah mm-hmm. nice i always find I get inspired by movies and TV shows mm. and the way like if I find a character that I really like their personality the way they they dress and I just remember when like Legally Blonde came out I was like so inspired like all her cute like pink and uh I get really inspired by TV shows and movies I find if I'm watching like a, a cop drama I'm like really into making a classic white blouse and like a like tucked into like pants like I just like I get really like I'm like oh I want to make that or something so I sometimes watch a new era maybe a time period tapping into what inspires you Kate or the trends that you like um so that's what I that's what I try and do you know I think there is a challenge for that it's like hashtag sew the scene or something and people so I think it might be the fall people sew um garments based on looks from movies and shows nice yeah Amanda, you have a hashtag for everything. I do. I know. Amanda just like, she dreams of like all the hashtags. Right. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. So I just, I had this 
thought and because I think it's happened to me actually it has and it's just the experience of a new pattern release gets gets you inspired to sew again has that ever happened to you and if so which pattern like maybe there's just like this new pat like this indie pattern for you Amanda you're like yes that that'll do it I want to make that like <laughs> has um, that ever happened yeah I think that's happened to Amanda yeah, a few times all the time <laughs> most of the time I you know I'm a planner and I'm like dang it, a new pattern came out that I want right. to make. I have to make room for it now, you know, and, and stop what I'm doing. But definitely, I think I think for me, pattern releases kind of keep my inspiration going. It's, it's usually, I mean, I see things all the time that I want to oh, make, but I also okay. circled back around to older patterns. And it just, the, the new pattern release kind of um, creates like a nice mid-level inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, inspiration is not usually tied around pattern releases, with the notable exception of that bird style coat, which I am still working on. <gasps> right. um, that one, I saw that and I'm like, ooh, drop must everything. Make. Um, yeah. But usually I find things that are already out there, or I see a new take on something that's already out there, or I go looking specifically for, you know, I want to find a pair of flared pants and so I'll go find a pair of like flared boot cut cut pants and I'll go looking at all the different places until I find one that really speaks to me so um Mm -hmm. so usually not with a rare exception Mm -hmm. you know on a related note um it's not I guess it's kind of back to inspiration something that I've been doing recently is like finding a ready-to-wear brand that is a good fit for your style oh, and kind of that's a good looking idea because I'm um, I really like uh, Madewell like all of their mm-hmm. um, just their lines and it's kind of classic but a, with a little bit of trend here and there and I feel like every once in a while I'll just go see what they have to offer um, particularly for hacks like if I know I want to make something but I want to do something a little different I'll look and see if Madewell has anything, um, but that's kind of new for me. But I think it's been a useful tool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hmm. Yeah, and even for um, me too. Just I just thought of something for what we were talking about before, and going into kind of trends too. I was just jumping on because New York Fashion Week's happening right, right now, and I was just before we were I we were calling in. I was just browsing through the shows, and it just kind of got me a little inspired too. I just forgot that I was doing that and. Because that reminded me there was um, some trends based on there was a Berta style dress pattern on the cover of the June 2017 issue. It was a cape dress. And I remember hmm. I was going through a lull and I saw that pattern on the cover and that snapped me right, right out, out of mm-hmm. it. I just I had I printed it and I made it. I went fabric shopping and I love that dress so much. And I was just seeing a lot of the trends like um kind of cape coats mm-hmm, and all these mm-hmm. cool little cape things. So, yeah, so that was the pattern for me that it just, like, instant snapped me out of my little sewing funk. So sometimes for me it is um, can be a cool a cool style. Yeah, cool it's style definitely, of pattern. Yeah. It's definitely a way to go, and it, it really can, like you say, just snap you right out of it if the yeah. right thing hits you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a preview of the March Berta style um, 2019 issue. I mean, I do love, I mean, sometimes there are some patterns I don't love and there was nothing in that. I thought that that issue would, <laughs> something in there would kind of spark me, but it didn't. But I mean, it's still good, a good issue. It's not just a, a sewing funk snap out issue. Oh. But <laughs> good to know. Sewing funk snap good out is 
New hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> sewing funk now. Yeah. Yes. So do you guys look to your fabric stash to gain inspiration or do you like something new and shiny? Do you like to go, you know, online shopping or go to the store? Um, I new? usually like to go to the store because generally mm-hmm. if it's in my stash, it's something that I haven't gotten the spark of inspiration for yet. And so oh, okay. that's probably not where I'm going to find a big spark. The The big spark is going to be something new, something I haven't been looking at and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with for a while. Um, yeah, I, I would say I have to go looking for new fabric to, to really spark some inspiration myself. How about you, Amanda? Mm-hmm. Um, same. I think if it's, if I, I mean, I've gotten better about adding things to my stash. Like, um, I mean, usually if there's something that I really love, I'm going to sew it right away and the leftovers right. maybe aren't as exciting. Um, but I don't know. Now, I I do currently have a few things in my stash that I'm excited about sewing. They're just more for like spring or summer. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I say fabric shopping, definitely. Mm-hmm. For me, sometimes I find a thrill in the stash, and I'm like, "What can I do with what I have?" Oh, the challenge and I of just, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I, I have I need to store mine in like a Tupper Tupperware, so I have like three Tupperwares, and so I sometimes dig to the bottom of each of them, and there's fabric that was like um some leftover from a cutout or a project that I made like years ago, and I'm like, "Oh, what can I incorporate this?" So mm-hmm. sometimes that kind of is fun for me instead of. Because for me, it's, again, it's dragging myself out of the house. So maybe it's an excuse to just stay home. Be like, what can what can I do with my stash? Well, I think um, <laughs> using sewing leftovers, too, is really, can be yeah. inspiring. Oh, yeah. You know, either piecing totally. some things together or, um, you know, finding a pattern that uses smaller pieces, something for the yoke and something mm-hmm. else for the sleeves or mm-hmm. something like that. I think, you know, that that kind of creative challenge, I could see that totally getting you inspired again oh i love doing that yeah paneling like several different fabrics together right. and Bernastel has amazing paneled um patterns they've so, they come out with so many i think i've named like a million dresses like panel dress or dress with panels or paneling like <laughs> i love panels so, i love panels too <laughs> yeah, i have very little opinion thing. about panels but i feel like i need to look into them more are you no comment. No at this comment time? at this time, but I will do some research and decide how I feel about panels. <laughs> oh, so I think um, Kate, you touched on this a bit in the previous segment, but should we just embrace the creative block or wait for it to spark back up naturally, or do you force it out out of yourself? That's kind of the last question. Well, that I have. I think that I think that you asked that question as a we, and I think it's. It's different for each individual person. Um, I mean, for me. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, that's fine. But um, I mean, for me personally, yeah, I tend to embrace it and just kind of go with it and wait till it kind of comes to its own natural end and something comes to me. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody should do it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just that's what works for me. And that's how I feel good about it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay to let it happen. I do feel like, you know, if if it's something that's stressing you out and you're like actively searching and, and you want it back, I think there are some things to do. And I have um, some tricks that I use to kind of just keep going. Um, 
One thing is planning, because I think if you're making something and you don't really have a next project in mind, it can it can kind of cause that pause. Mm-hmm. And I think there's down definitely a downside of planning things out too much. Um, but I think it can, you know, cause you to make a little leap over a period of time where you would have other otherwise um, gone into a lull. Um, I also think if you're not feeling like sitting down at your sewing machine, it's a good time to think about skill building. So taking a class, because I think mm-hmm. that can be really yeah. inspiring, you know, learning about a new technique. Um, I think um, one thing I've been doing the past year and a half is sketching. So and, and it's kind of part of my planning process, but I also think it's just kind of a fun way to to plan things out, see them all together and have a visual for what you want to make next. And I I think for me, once I have that visual, it's a lot easier to kind of sit down and make it happen. Um, And then and also take some time to organize your sewing space, dig through your fabrics. um, And and I've read online other people saying too, just kind of spending time in your space, you know, and or even, you know, setting it up so that every night you're in there for 20 minutes because eventually something's going to happen. Like you can you can organize right. your space, and then you and you can find that fabric, and it can lead down a road to you you mm-hmm. wanting to get going again with something. So um, I think it's I think it's good to let it happen um, unless you're you're ready to get rolling again. In which case, I think um, there's there's lots of inspiration out there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. If it's making you frustrated, if it's making you upset, then you should definitely do what you can to mm-hmm. force your way out of it. It doesn't upset me, which is why I'm okay just waiting. But yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's the difference. In, that's a difference in how people deal with stuff like that. Totally, exactly. What do you yeah. think? Well, it's yeah, it's hard because sometimes, I mean. I can not get a little lazy, but if I say, oh, I'm going to take a break and then it's been a month, I could just see myself like, obviously, like if there's work deadlines, I'll do those. But in the in-between stuff Mm -hmm. and the stuff that keeps me going, it's been a month and then it's like, okay, Meg, you got to kick yourself back. You got to force yourself out of this where for me, it could be, you know, embracing the break could be could be a long time because I don't know. I just could see myself doing that. I've never done that before, but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm definitely there. I think that's that's my point about momentum. Like, I'm worried if I take a super big break that it's just going to be harder for to to get back in yeah. that practice again. So, but that's yeah. definitely downsides there. Oh, see, and for me, it's so much easier to get back into it when I take a break and then I'm in, really inspired when mm-hmm. I get back into mm-hmm. it instead of mm-hmm. trying to force, force myself it. to yeah. keep doing it when I'm not really feeling it. That's harder for me. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, I guess it's the guilt of me just knowing that I I need to get back into it. I know, I know, I keep relating this back to the gym, but I was, you know, feeling really good going a lot before Christmas, and then I was like, oh, I'm not gonna go in January because I don't want to deal with all the crowds yeah. and everything. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll give it a couple weeks. It's been like, what is it now? Mid February, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back. I, I was like taking a break. I'm like, oh, I just need a little a little break. And then now it's forever. And, and Meg, it's too cold and snowy. You just can't. Thanks, Kate. You're welcome. Thanks, Kate. I think the gym I'm is a perfect. The gym is a perfect analogy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, because it's like uh-huh. you forget that working out. It feels like it takes a lot uh-huh. of energy, but it gives you so much energy. It gives it gives you and so I, much more. Back. I feel like, that way about uh-huh. sewing. Like it initially, it feels like a lot of energy to like 
get out the tape and print out the pattern and head down to, to my little sewing room in our basement. Um, but then, but I'm always energized after sewing. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, if any of you need uh, a little boost, uh, just for the podcast listeners, you can get 50% off any Berta style pattern Ooh. with code sew and tell at checkout. And it's spelled spelt out it'll be in the show notes too but the and is spelt out and you can use that coupon until march oh 1st my so maybe that's awesome yeah fruity suiting yeah. fruity so i have been eyeing fruity so suiting. many berta style patterns so uh yeah so many good things mm-hmm. definitely yeah the fruity suiting is really continuing in the fall 2019 shows are uh, showing right now at new york fashion week and there are so many colorful suits it's, it's amazing. good to know everybody you can actually get yeah. on this trend without knowing it'll be over in summer i like that awesome <laughs> <laughs> okay this has kind of been the sojo episode we've been talking about inspiration and um, sewist block and getting re-inspired and all of that Um, But now we're on to our official Sojo segment, which is um, always one of my favorites. And um, I wanted to hear from you guys. What is inspiring you? I'll go first. I uh, just bought some fabric, uh, fashionfabricsclub.com, which is a great online uh, fabric store. Just had a big print sale, and I kind of got myself stuck into that. So um, I got some... Uh, lovely crepes, some rayon crepes for my Vienna wardrobe, and I need to Ooh. find some nice blouses to make with those. They should be arriving before this um, episode drops, although they are not here yet, so I'm very excited. There's a red with white polka dots, and then there's one that's black and white and brown flowers, kind of abstract. It's really cool. And some pink and burgundy and white boucle. so we'll see if I actually can pull off a boucle boucle jacket so i'm excited about all of those new fabrics that i have and my vienna wardrobe nice so meg do you have anything for us no no yes i do um i'm just going to ease myself into it before i tackle because for my mashup i'm sewing a trench coat and i just i need a like a uh a starter project and so Mm -hmm. i actually have Mm -hmm. a, a nico turtleneck top already cut out i cut it out in december and my serger's already in white, so I'm going to do that first to kind of ease me in to my trench coat. So I'm going to sew, finally, a Nico turtleneck. Cute. That sounds great. So, I, I'm so I excited. love the idea of having a starter project. I do that yeah. every time I'm going to sew jeans. I usually sew the lander pants first because it kind oh, of nice. like, you know, it's a little bit easier to to wrap my head around and then I'm like ready for a nice meaty project. Mm-hmm. So that's a smart mm-hmm. idea. I love guys. it. Yeah. And it's already cut out. So. Even better. I have nothing to nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah and, and the surge is already ready to go. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good way to g- yeah, get yourself I'd... going again. Yeah. And in a meeting we had, um, we were all in this meeting earlier. We had a long discussion of turtlenecks. So <laughs> it reminded me that I had one cut out. <laughs> How about you, Amanda? Um, I... I've got a couple things going right now, but I just started to get a little inspired for spring. So um, I was thinking about some dresses. What? That I wanted to sew. A dress? Yes. yes. (gasps) And a jumpsuit. Of 
course. What? what? Oh, mind blown. Mind blown. Mind blown. Um, so I feel like I do this every February, and then, you know, we get <laughs> our second winter here in March. <laughs> And, um, and then yeah. our third winter in April exactly. and our fifth winter and in May. And then it snows in May. Oh, so, no. Um, but at any rate, I'm just going to let my excitement go where it wants to go. And it is all about spring stuff and summer stuff. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We'll see where it leads. Um, let's dive into Sew and Tell. Um, last episode, we asked and we got some great responses to... What's your favorite menswear pattern? And so I have a comment from TKing153 on Instagram. And they said, I used to always make myself a new dress for Easter and then make my husband a matching tie. I mostly just make pajama bottoms now. So I can obviously relate to the matchingness mm-hmm. of the so like, donut shirt cute. and skirt. That- yeah, that's fantastic. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I love, love matching. Um, Lisa... Poblins on Instagram said, I love the Jutland Pants by Thread Theory Designs because I've really made it my own. I've made two for my husband and two for me with different pockets, one pants and one shorts. And I have another pair cut out for me. My husband likes them so much he even started sewing a pair of shorts himself, but he hit a few snags that derailed his project. And I love this idea because, uh, you you guys, there's a challenge called... um, uh, so menswear for everyone, I think. And um, it's at taking a look at menswear patterns and kind of how they can work for women too and how they can, you know, be a good uh-huh. fit for everybody. And I love that because I feel like a lot of what I make is like right on that line. It's not overly uh-huh. feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love it because like here's the perfect opportunity to buy a pattern, you know, for your husband or for your whoever but, you know, secretly have it be for yourself. Um, Uh So I I just love that, you know, multitasking. Um, And this episode, we were wondering, um, do you ever sew, or sorry, do you ever suffer from sewist block and how do you deal with it? Um, So let us know. You can um, answer right on the show notes page. Email us at sewintelpodcast at fwmedia.com. And or comment on Instagram. We are at SoIntelPod. Um, so let us know if you suffer from Soas Block, how you get over it, um, and what your tips are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to know. Guys. Definitely <laughs> need tips. No. <laughs> and uh, before we close out, I just want to thank everyone who took our survey. It was really valuable for us to get your feedback and to know what you like about the podcast and what you would like to see happen on the podcast. And we really appreciate you taking the time to let us know. Yes. Love feedback. Yes. yes. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. And don't forget <laughs> about the special BertaStyle.com discount code. When is that good until Meg? March All 1st. Right. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And remember, you can find that on the show notes, pa- yes. show notes page. If you... Show notes page. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I got another pun. Um, yes. It's, it's uh, so and tell. Spelled out, S-E-W-A-N-D-T-E-L-L. And if you forget that, run over to the show notes page, and we'll have it there, too. Yay, discount. Mm-hmm. Yay, Rem- discount. Yay. Remember in the first episode when I spelled so until wrong? Yes, we totally do remember that. It was S-E-O, right? <laughs> I was really afraid I was about to do that. It's hard to spell <laughs> stuff out loud. It really is. 
Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks for having this chat with me. I feel like it was really neat digging into the the idea of SOAS block and how to deal with it. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very nice chat. All right. Happy stitching, everybody. Happy stitching. Bye. Bye. For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at fwmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the Sew and Tell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us, too. Thanks for listening, and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a production of FNW Media Studios and is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, our audio engineer and editor is Evan Rutherford, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer.